The Speaking Podcast is brought to you by our friends at Flemington Car and Truck Country. Best car buying experience ever online at Flemington.com. Award-winning House of Cupcakes, HouseofCupcakes.com, and Casa Gennaro's. Reservations, call 609-683-1212. All right, here we go. Hello, everybody, and welcome to, I want to say, a very special episode of The Speaking Podcast. But, Jessica, that's not really the case. This is this is more of a Bill called us at the last second and said he couldn't make it today. So we're we're doing it over the phone episode of the speaking podcast. That, that that's more to the point, right? This is the most dramatic speaking podcast episode that we have ever recorded. <laughs> uh, that that's saying something too when you uh, look back at some of the other ones that we've done. By the way, I'm Jay Black, that's Jessica Gibson and uh your your esteemed host and leader Bill Spadia is I I don't know tweeting about something that uh, I I read and then go I probably shouldn't respond to this right now is my guess. Yes, hi, good introduction. Yeah, thanks. I've been working on it. Uh, and um, have you been working on your Twitter a lot too? I so the the I've built thirty new followers in the time Whoa. since our our last discussion. I think I've weeded out all the people who followed me because of Bill and then got angry because I tweet liberal stuff. Yeah, I told you, just pick fights with Bill, and then you'll get more followers, because <laughs> <laughs> his people are on Twitter all the time. Well, I think what happened was, like, Bill tweeted out at some point, like, back when, it, you know, I we first started doing this, and I hadn't gone off uh, Twitter yet, hey, you should follow Jay. And then what happened was, I went immediately off Twitter. So all the people that, that followed me because Bill told them to didn't realize that I'm a filthy, dirty dog liberal. And then mm-hmm. uh, when I came back to Twitter and I started, you know, tweeting, I think, you know, there was like 30 or 40 people that were like, oh, wait, hold the phone. Why am I following this person? <laughs> oh, what is this? Yeah. And I've, I've done yeah. a little uh, research. Anybody who has an American flag emoji in their bio does not like me. Mm-hmm. That's my rule. You get of more of the Confederate flag people, the Southern flags. Oh, no, no. Those, those people hate me. But, like, I think people can't put Confederate flags, so they just double down on American flags. Mm-hmm. Like, that's the little tip-off. If you see a lot of American flag emojis, a lot of, like, prayer emoji, a lot of gun emoji, it's like, oh, this person and I are not going to get along. Mm-hmm. So I, I just use that as my, uh, as my uh, uh, dividing line. But it's going well. The Twitter is going well. I went on MSNBC on, uh, on Sunday, and I got retweeted by Rick Wilson. So mm-hmm. between those two things, I picked, I picked up like 30 in one day. It was a very big deal. Congratulations. Yeah. So now I just have to get 25,000 more before my management company is no, no longer angry with me. So tell Considered a friend, everybody. You, yeah. <laughs> I'm still beating you. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, that makes sense. You are better at this stuff than I am. I am. I'm just, I figured it out. I, I told my wife after we had the, uh, the breakdown of like what I'm doing wrong on Twitter, I went home and I was like, you know, honey, I think I figured it out. I'm just weird. And there's no mm-hmm. getting around that. Like, like Bill and, and Jessica are not weird. They're like, they're normal people. And they tweet Thank out you. normal things that normal people like. And then I'm out there going, well, this everybody's going to like. And then I tweet it and I lose eight followers. Yeah. Well, you know, forget I, them anyway. I Listen, I, I've, I've got to deal with it. You know, as you get older, you realize it's not like the world stops becoming high school. It's just that you stop responding to the world like it was high school. 
So mm-hmm. I'm still a high school me sitting at a table by myself reading uh, science fiction, but I don't care as much as I did 30 years ago. That That's the main difference. Does that make sense? Are you sure? Maybe not. No, I don't know. I I thought you meant like me and Bill don't care, but you still care. Oh, no. I What I mean is that like, you guys are are still like the the cool popular people, and I am not. But we all just don't realize it as much as we as we did. I'll take it. Yeah, see, it's, it was ultimately a compliment, just in a, in a different way. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so this is a another best of episode uh, with Bill not here and us on the phone, and my voice is almost shot to death, Jessica. I don't know if you can tell. I was. Oh no, you sound fine. Oh good, I'm glad that I sound fine. I don't, I, I think I might have. I'm calling it the J-Owner virus. Mm-hmm. I got sick over the weekend, and uh, I had to do like a lot of talking because I had a bunch of gigs in, in the TV spot. So I just mm-hmm. blew my voice completely out. So I'm glad it doesn't sound awful on your end. I just uh, I was sick for a whole week, and I took NyQuil and DayQuil every day for like six days, oh, and now I'm better. Oh. DayQuil isn't as good as it used to be. Because, really? <laughs> well, they used to be able to put like ephedra in it. And they don't I used put, to never take Dayquil, so I don't really know. Uh, let me tell you something. Over-the-counter medication was so much better uh, before people started making meth out of it. Mm-hmm. You could get like Sudafed that had so much ephedra in it. You you know you take one. Not only does your nose drain out, but you can travel through time. It was amazing. it was really trippy. Well, it was it was just good. It, it it's like over-the-counter medication has been going downhill for the last hundred and forty years because like. In the old days, you could go to a drugstore and, like, get a dram of heroin to mix in with your three drams of cocaine. You know, it was just like, oh, my one-year-old has a cough. Do you have any morphine? It was like the good old days. Now, And you, then they, yeah, yeah, not so good. Yeah, they got rid of it. They were like, oh, morphine's dangerous, whatever. And uh, then, yeah, at least in the 50s and 60s, or when I was growing up, you could get Tussin and Ephedra and all sorts of great stuff just at, like, a 7-Eleven. It is go to 7-Eleven and buy the ingredients to make meth with. And uh, they, then they messed with that. And now we just have a bunch of ineffectual junk that doesn't get you high or make you feel better when you're sick. Well, I don't know. It worked for me. Well, I was a supporter. Yeah. You know what? You probably, your your system is probably like like pure as the driven snow. So you're That's like, true. You, I hate taking medicine. <laughs> yeah. You probably just like walk by an aspirin and you're like, I think I feel better. Yeah. Like, yeah, I need like a dump truck full of uh, something from you know North Korea to pour into my system. Oh, okay. So yeah, sorry I got us off track again. Okay, no. But. So we're we're doing another group of best ofs, but what we're doing, Jessica, is we're we're putting a little bit more content than usual at the front and back of the best ofs, so that people don't feel like you know, oh, it's just a rerun. Besides which, mm-hmm. I know what the numbers are on these things. There's a lot of people that didn't listen to them when they were first out there. And this is this way you can you can hear it again for the first time. Right. That makes sense. Maybe not. Uh, and the first one that we're doing is Rick and Morty has been an ongoing discussion in the in, in the the annals of our podcast. I, I think yeah. it was back early on in 2017 when I told you guys you had to watch. And is that when Rick and Morty came out? So Rick and Morty, I think, came out in 2013 or early 2014. Mm-hmm. And then they, they take a long time off in between seasons. So I think 2017 is when season three was just getting underway. Or maybe it was mm-hmm. season two. 
But either way, I was trying to hammer you guys into watching it. And we, we this is the episode where I introduce Rick and Morty to you guys. And no, you, yeah, you're not, you're against it. You're like, we don't, this looks stupid. We were into it because McDonald's was selling the sauce. Oh, right, the Szechuan sauce, yes. Mm -hmm. And, uh, well, you never really got into it, but over the course of the podcast, if you're a longtime fan, you realize Bill has come over to my side and now loves Rick and Morty. Yeah. You know why I was thinking about it? Why is that? Because last night, my husband sat down and watched The Bachelor with me. Oh, that was so nice of him. Yeah, I know. It was like coming around, like finally breaking them down on watching some of my tv shows so wait a second you're a bachelor fan yes is it i mean it's the same show each time right it's just a bunch of crazy woman women and like a bland good-looking dude yes and i like plan my work week around (laughs) (laughs) what what do you like so much about it Is, is, is like what appeals to you I don't know. You know, it's like an event that I want to watch live. Like, I see everything going on on Twitter, and I don't want to, like, rewatch it the next day after it's already aired. Because then I already know online what's happened. Do you, uh, are you a, uh, a judgy uh, amongst, about the women? Like, do you go like, oh, this, she shouldn't be with him. She's in it for the wrong reasons. Yeah, I like predicting what's going to happen and who's going <laughs> to win. And, like, who will be the biggest instagram star after the show airs this your your life is so ch- on, a, on a different path than mine <laughs> i i couldn't even fathom you know what i you know what i could do because i asked you guys to watch rick and morty i'm going away to vegas next week i'm going to bring some bachelor with me what's a good yeah. season what should i watch um well this season is kind of weird because it's like peter the pilot and he didn't do like a a decent workout routine before the show started. Oh, so he's not built. He's not built. And, like, I don't think he's, like, the first Bachelor in history to ever not do that. Really? Yeah. Um, what would be good? Uh, are the girls still talking themselves into it? Because I find that when women are in competition with each other, it doesn't even really matter what the prize is. They'll just pretend it's a good prize. Yeah, so there was Juan Pablo. He was this guy who... It was, like, very, um, I don't know what it was about him, but that was, like, completely the case where there were all these, like, smart, beautiful, well-spoken women trying to go after this guy who just was such a loser. (laughs) And they all kept just, like, kind of going with it and trying to go out and date him, even though it was, like, clearly going nowhere. In this season, they're not really doing that um, because I feel like they're – not really sure what they want at all. A lot of them are like 23, 24, and they're like, yeah, I'm ready to get married tomorrow. But nice. it doesn't really sound very sincere. Um, I don't know. It's just awkward. But I think that's why I like it, because it's like such an awkward, intimate moment that you get to just sit there and be part of. All right. Well, I'm going to check this out. I wanted to, I, First off, you know me. I'm a big fan of unattractive dudes who don't work out getting lots of girls. <laughs> so I'm going to have to get in on that. I, as you're talking, I'm thinking, I, you know what would be a great show? Dad Bachelor. It's like a divorced dad with a dad oh, bod no. <laughs> with a whole bunch of, like, divorced women, like, vying for him. Because, uh-huh. first off, it, it would be great because, like, there would be no... Um, there, there would be no parts of it that, well, like, the girls will have delusions. Like, I could just imagine, like, the... Uh, uh, what do you call it? Where they do the confessionals. It's like, listen, I know he's unattractive. I, I I know that he doesn't have a job, but let me tell you something. I need a warm body next to me while I watch TV. 
And that's what he's going to be. I need a warm body. Yeah. yeah. Very nice. Because I feel like that's essentially what I function as to my wife and children. Well, you still get that when you watch The Bachelor. Like, there will be a girl who's like a mother of two telling the guy, listen, like, I'm really, I'm giving up time with my kids for these three months to be on the show for you to, like, you know, get married to you. And then another girl would be sitting next to her saying, go home to your kids. What are you doing here? Yeah, let, let me say this as uh, both a father and someone who was once a child. Ew. <laughs> Did you imagine? <laughs> like you're sitting there and it's like, yeah. why isn't mom at the recital? Oh, she's in the uh, the the date suite or the overnight suite with Pete the pilot. Yeah. Ew. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, this, this show counts as child abuse. That's it. I'm out. I don't think you're going to be able to last through it. Just like I couldn't last through Rick and Morty for like a good five minutes. I was like totally like tuned out. All right, well, I'll tell you what. Listen, Guys, listen to this Rick and Morty episode. This counts as our first Bachelor episode. I'm going to take you on that challenge, and I'm going to watch some Bachelor. And when we come back uh, live in a couple of weeks, we're going to talk Bachelor. How's that sound, Jessica? Sounds like a plan. Maybe we do a Bachelor spinoff podcast called Jessica Explains Why This Isn't Terrible to Jay. I wonder if Bill and his wife and daughter ever sit down and watch The Bachelor. I can see Bill watching it. But your wife doesn't watch it? My wife does not watch The Bachelor. You know, I, I'll i be honest with you. There could be an element of it's very difficult to watch shows near me. Because if, <laughs> if I find something stupid in the show... Like, my wife loves Outlander. Uh, the, yeah. The time travel show. And I, I, I do not. And Are there people with British accents in it? Or is that Scottish, a different show? Scottish accents. It's about okay. a woman who time travels back to Scotland in the 18th century and meets a bunch of Scottish people with perfect teeth and great hygiene in the 18th century. Because <laughs> you know, when you think of the Scottish Highlands in 1786, nothing but great teeth and perfect bodily hygiene. Uh, so, people were probably less hot back then. I'm going to guarantee you 100%. Uh, number two, uh, my whole thing is, and my daughter thinks that this is hilarious, Annabelle. Uh, when we we whenever she has it on, I keep talking like in her voice, him explaining to her like how she has to poop in a bucket because that's what she would do. It's the 18th century, and they never yeah. address the big issue, which is can love. It, never mind, can love travel 300 years? It probably can, but can love survive pooping in a bucket? I don't think it can, <laughs> Jessica. Like it, yeah, why do they not go there on those episodes? I can't imagine. That, that should be all they talk about the first season is like her trying to explain indoor plumbing to the Scottish Highlands and like building a whole system like Swiss Family Robinson, but for poop. Like you're married. If if uh, if Chase came to you and said, hey, everything's going to stay the same. I love you very much. But we have to do a system where we poop in a bucket. Yeah, I mean, you would probably stay married to him, but you would address the issue and say, Chase, I don't think this is something we should do. Right. I've never used an outhouse before, yeah. not into camping, but I would be mortified. Yeah. No one should poop in a bucket. That All of history, all of human history has been a long march from not pooping in buckets, or to, from pooping in buckets to not pooping in buckets. That's okay, what, but the show never goes on to that topic whatsoever, right? right. And that's why it's okay. difficult to watch with me, because that's all I'll talk about for the entirety of an episode. So I think she might like The Bachelor, but she probably doesn't like watching The Bachelor with me. Mm -hmm. That's that's my thought. Uh, and to bring it back around, now we know why I don't have any Twitter followers, Jessica. Uh, <laughs> all right, so let's listen to this episode of uh, The Speaking Podcast. 
Um, I believe I'm in Vegas in this episode, calling in to you guys in the studio and talking mm-hmm. to Rick and Morty. So let's uh, let's let's check it out. And uh, should we come back or should we just like do the sign off here, Jessica? I mean, do we have anything new to add? Probably not. So let's do the sign off here. Yeah, I wouldn't. Find Jessica on. So when the episode that airs, when we we're putting it on now, when that's over, it's over. So this is the goodbye right now. Find Jessica on Twitter at chasing Jessnut. Find me Jay Black at J Black is funny. J A Y B L A C K is funny. And find Bill Spadia at Bill Spadia. And uh, just follow me on Twitter. Don't worry about those other two. I got to catch up to them. All right. So all right. Here's the episode. Goodbye, guys. Hey guys, welcome back to Speaking Millennial. This is episode, I don't know, 24, 25, 26, 27, I think one we're of those. 27? Is it 27? This will be episode 27, Bill, which episode you may know, 27. divisible by nine and three. So wow. It's a good number. It's that you know, that makes it a good number. Uh, I am Bill Spadia, and you can follow me on Twitter at Bill Spadia. And if you DM me on Twitter, I will get back to you. Unlike if you email me, I will ignore you. I'm here with Jessica Nutt, uh, at Chasing Jess Nutt hey. on Twitter. And the great, the soon-to-be-someday iconic comedian, Jay Black. I, I, Bill, thank you. And I would also like to say I don't DM on Twitter, but I do Dungeon Master or DM in real life. So if anybody wants to start playing Dungeons & Dragons you with know, me, just come on down to the radio. Can I say something, Jay? I think, I think you do play D&D. I could see it. I do. I, I can see it now. Like, do you have like a bunch of friends come over and you, you like sit? still played or you at one time played it? What what so is going I on? Played, it's a good question. Uh, you know, you might be thinking to yourself, Jay, how did you fit in Dungeons and Dragons? What with all the dating you probably did in high school and college? <laughs> uh, Jessica was about to say that, and of course, yeah, yeah, you cut me off. Yeah, as it turns out, Jessica, not the case. Uh, I. Uh, I spent a lot of time playing Dungeons and Dragons all through uh, high school and college. I was a DM, and every time I hear somebody say DM, especially when they say like slide into my DM, as the millennials are wont to do, uh, it's like I, a throwback. I immediately for you. think, oh, hey, no dungeon. Wait, 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 wait. what do you mean slide in? About Is that a new thing? Slide in? Sliding into someone's DM? Sliding into yeah. the DM? And this sounds uh, inappropriate. Yeah, it's actually it really is. creepy when you walk around telling everyone DM me, slide into it my is? DMs. So wait, what I just said as the open of the podcast was creepy? Well, it, you say it's so often. I I don't <laughs> think you mean it as a creepy thing. I definitely do not. But people tweet at each other, and then like celebrities, people go like slide into their DMs and basically ask them out on dates usually. Really? Yeah. So I've just asked out the entire podcast listening audience. Is that what you're saying? Well, I'm going to say this. It goes like this. Slide in the DMs, yeah. pretty creepy. Being a dungeon master or a DM, very creepy. Sliding into someone's BMs, very creepy. Wow, you took that really far. You took that really far, Jay. Ew. It went, it went far. I, just so you know, I have been saying this uh, DM me on Twitter for now two years on, on the radio. And Do you it's think never come like, up. And no one has ever, sure br- ever brought this up. I'm sure you've heard someone say slide into their DMs, no. and you've heard it before. Tonight. No way. T- this is the first time that I have ever heard slide. What is it? Slide into my DM? Is that what I would slide say if I were being if I were yeah. being well, creepy? No, that's what I would the, say. The guy who's the celebrity slides into the DMs of the female fan. Oh, that's so like, like a groupie? He would say that to a groupie, right? And then he'd say, "Send me naked pictures." Oh no, that's what follows it. Of course. Well, <laughs> obviously that you know one comes after the other. I get that. Huh. All right. So now I got to stop saying it. 
<laughs> Damn it. I, 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 here's the issue. The issue, I, God, I said it to, uh, I'm, I'm doing this event, which may, it's not till February. Well, you probably didn't say slide into my DM. I didn't say slide. I said, <laughs> do me a favor, DM me because I don't answer emails. It's great because I get it like a text message and I just reply to it on my phone. I love direct message. And it's like, I don't even have to have the person's number. Right. Hey, I just have to know their name. Let me say this. With the level of hatred that you uh, you embrace on Twitter, yeah. you would have been Anthony Weiner long ago if you were doing anything inappropriate. Uh, you know, well, it's it, what's funny about that is that today I, I took my uh, embrace the hate to a new level. So I realize this is probably a week from now. And the results of the poll will be in. Uh, you guys are encouraged to vote. You could actually, if you wanted to retweet and vote. I, I had a guy uh, call from my head today and say, look, this guy's got to be fired. He has completely ruined the radio station. So I said, why don't we take this to the Twitterverse and see what people think? So I put a poll up. And right now, I am winning. Well, I'm, I'm at 71%. No, that guy is winning because he probably got plenty of new followers. <laughs> <You> think, <laughs> uh, so he won. A lot of votes, He's though. really good friends with whoever does the fake it's, media podcast. It's a little bit disconcerting that 29% of the people on here voted to fire me. Yeah. Like, that's a higher number than I, I expected. That's like, what I, I mean, I'm not going to do math. How many How many votes do you have? 150-ish? About 150. Yeah, mm. yeah so like mm. 50 out of 150 want my head. So we'll see what the results are. And on the next podcast, I'll update everyone. Uh, I don't know. Is it binding? Is a Twitter poll binding in millennial world? No. No. Not scientific. I think the only thing that's binding, I believe, in Twitter or in millennial world, is uh, your order at Starbucks. Other than that, everything's flexible. That is a commitment. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we were talking about uh, TV earlier. What was the show that you said is the big show for millennials? Rick and Morty. Rick and Morty. All right, which uh, I've I never heard of it. I don't even know where it airs. Like the place it airs, I didn't think even existed anymore. Where does it air? Is it cable? Is it wait? First of all, Nick at night. I need some context. Is it a cartoon? Yes. Oh, it is a cartoon. Okay, I feel a little better. That's that's a great question. Do you like funny cartoons? I I like uh, snarky, edgy cartoons. I think Family Guy is funny. Oh, you Family Guy? I'm a Family Guy fan. I'm a Family Guy, not South Park guy. Oh. Uh, You like South Park better? I don't know. Family Guy is not that interesting. <laughs> Jay, you're, help me out here. You like South Park, though. You've got the shirt and everything. If I, if I were doing a list of uh, the cartoons that are like currently the best on the air, currently, not all time. The Simpsons are obviously all time. But I'd go Rick and Morty, number one, South Park, number two, Bob's Burgers, number three. All right, wait a minute. Uh, I love four, Bob's Burgers. Simpsons, number five. I got to tell you a story about Bob's Burgers. Wait, was Bob's Burgers number four? Yeah. Then what was yeah. number five? But, Wait, what was five? So is number one is uh, Rick and Morty. I've never number watched Rick and Morty. Is uh, is uh, South Park. Number three is Bob's Burgers. Number four, Family Guy. Number five, Simpsons. That's so, my current list. All right, so my son is 14. And had to buy Hulu. Yes, so I told you this. I told Jessica the this the other day. Bob's Burgers. Bob's Burgers got dropped from Netflix. Mm-hmm. So my son gave his best sales pitch and you know I I like to sell I saw I had a career in timeshare and everything else so and guys that like to sell are easy to be sold so it's very easy for me to buy things like I walk in and they can tell me they can tell I'm a buyer from the minute I walk in the door Why? I don't know I don't know what it is like I'm I'm the easiest car buy 
I'm like, yep, I'll take it. I'm like, uh, yeah, that's good. I'll yeah, take that one. Really I like the red one. You sold me on this. Right. <laughs> so my son convinces me that I should try Hulu because he wants to watch Bob's Burgers. <laughs> so I now have Hulu on, on my TV. The free trial has ended, and I'm not really sure how to cancel it, but it's like 12 bucks a month, and I'm paying for him to watch Bob's Burgers. But it's funny. And then he pulls me in. He's like, no, Dad, you got to see this episode. And then I'm like a sucker. I'm there, and I'm entertained, and I like it, so we're probably going to keep it. Bob's Burgers is very good. Do you watch I it? think they do a great job of... It is know, funny. They have sort of a... Fun, Tina. happy, committed family to each other, but they still find a way to find humor inside of that. And I like that a lot. Wow, you got really deep. We had a co-worker who would sit around watching Bob's Burgers at work all really? day. We did? Yeah. And if he was sent on assignment, he would complain that it was going to, you know, he wouldn't be able to finish was he a camera the assignment guy? on time to come back to work. So he literally would get out of the assignment and just <laughs> sit there all day long watching Bob's Burgers. That sounds like an addiction to me. And that means that's now my opinion of everyone that sits around watching Bob's Burgers. (laughs) The season premiere of Bob's Burgers actually did something really interesting. They uh, asked for uh, animators on the internet, like just uh, uh, amateur animators, people who just like to do this for fun, uh, to each animate like a 30-second clip of Bob's Burgers. Mm-hmm. So the season premiere was 45 different animators each doing 30 seconds That's cool. of the show. So it's different styles every 30 seconds. All yeah, And a bunch of amateurs just got a big uh, uh, you know, exposure on uh, national television. That's really that cool. cool. But it's a little R-rated, isn't it? It's no, it's it's PG thirteen. Yeah, best. I let my six year old watch. I it think and, Family you know, Guy is way more edgy. Oh, way more, way more, mm-hmm. tremendously more. Yeah. All right. So, what is Rick and Morty? So, Rick and Morty. Uh, if you thought I was getting deep about Bob's Burgers, sit back, everybody. The um, DM can't is wait about to go into the dungeon. I'm envisioning myself on a long run, and just I can't wait to just hear Jay talk about Rick. Rick and Morty. Is that it? Yes. For when you marathon listen to the podcast. Right. When I, when I binge listen to the podcast, I will be looking for, I will be skipping ahead to get to this. Yeah. In fact, if you're binge listening to the podcast and you're like on a, a plane ride to Australia and this is our probably like 13 for you, this is when you get up and uh, try to open the emergency exit. <laughs> uh, so anyway. Rick and Morty is, there's this idea that uh, in quantum physics that uh, every time a decision is made, the, uh, a, uni- a new universe forms where that decision did not happen. And is this right? the very first episode of the first, is this how the show started? So the show started from the idea of what if there was a super brilliant genius who figured out how to travel from universe to universe. And there's infinite universes. And there's infinite versions of yourself. And there's infinite places where you decided to go left one day or go right the other, and there you go. Or to quote Rick, what if we go to a universe where Hitler cured cancer? It's very conflicting, right? So there's this whole idea that every choice you make doesn't matter because when you make it, there's a whole of universe forms that you didn't make that choice. And the consequences of that on Rick is to just spiral into nihilism. And that's what the show explores with poop jokes. And that's why it's wonderful. I knew there was a, a catch somewhere. So the poop jokes are what got you. So, I, you know, Bill, I'm always down for a good poop joke. 
the the tagline though for this show this season was only a show this smart would dare to be this stupid. And I love think that. that that's a good way to summarize it. They know they they're they're comfortable being stupid because they've embraced uh how smart All right, they so are. compare it to Family Guy. So fa- there's Family Guy and Bob's Burgers, which I find are somewhat similar, Family Guy being a little more edgy. Yeah. Um Bob's Burgers almost being a little more sad cuz Bob just can't get out of his own way. But mm-hmm. but yep. uh, South Park, I could never get into. I just never liked it. I don't know why. And I realize people say there are two completely different types of humor. So you like one yeah. or the other. Hmm. I, right? I like them all. I'm good with them all. But you're a student of comedy. So, so re, what is it? Rick and Morty? I'm having a hard time with that. Yeah. How have I never seen this? Where would I find Rick and Morty? So uh, here's the two ways to find it. One, you can watch Adult Swim at 11.30 p.m. or any of the streaming sites that they put their So wait, on. that's the same thing or, as Nick at Night, right? No. Adult is Swim? it? No. Nick at Night was all like the reruns of TV shows. Adult Swim is uh, the more edgy adult fair on the Cartoon Network, you know, uh, where, you know, they put oh, on the stuff. Oh, because it, they're, they're unedited. Right, so so Family Guy episodes have cursing in it and yeah. crazy stuff that you don't see when it's normally broadcast. Right, and Rick and Morty's the same way. So can I get it on Hulu? Look, I'm paying for Hulu. What I want to maximize the Hulu experience now. It's twelve bucks a month. You can, I think if you get the Adult Swim, <laughs> I'm so mad about uh, it. Twelve dollars uh, a month. Can you imagine? You get it for free. Why? Because I could just because I'm already paying for cable. What yeah, a racket. What a racket. You know what I'm also paying for? I'm paying for a home phone that I don't have. Oh, no. I had all the phone lines removed. Hmm. We literally tiled over them or plastered over them. Like I don't have, there are no phones in the house, but I can't not pay for the phone line with the cable bill. No, well, that's like finding out someone, uh, like when you hear like somebody goes like, oh, uh, email me and they have an AOL account. And you're like, oh, well, certainly you just use the email. And they go, no, 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 I still subscribe to AOL. And you just want to grab them and go, what year are you from? Right. Now, do you have home phones? Do you have a, like a landline in your house? So for the landlines. Yes. Oh, thank you. They are Back so annoying because you get those um, collect calls all day long. And like, right. you know, people soliciting things, come to the blood drive, come to, you know, donate to this or that. So do you have a landline? So I think even though you're paying for it, you're not missing out on anything. You're better off. Paying for I'm paying it. not to have and it. just steal over the walls, plaster over the walls. Yeah. Do not put that well, landline in there. Who's going to call you? That there could were be... two on the walls, like in our kitchen when we re- redid it, and there was a whole discussion as mm-hmm. to do you keep it? Will you ever need it? And I'm like, no, just disconnect it, tile over it, done. So I don't even know where the phones are now, but I don't know why I can't get uh, like the double play instead of the triple play with yeah. my cable. Do your parents have a landline? Yeah, they and it rings all day. Well, your dad needs it like as a spy connector in case. Because you know, my dad's a spy. <laughs> get in touch with the headquarters. That's that's all. So well, I, I'll say this about the cable company: they exist. It's it's so interesting to watch an industry die in slow motion because <laughs> yeah, it, that's what's happening. I mean, I imagine if we lived in the turn of the century, we would be dealing with like some real predatory buggy whip practices. Where they would be like, oh, yeah, no, uh, you, if you want to buy this buggy rip, you got to buy the triple play and, you, and buy three buggy whips. And you'll be like, what? Why? You know what? F it. I'm just going to go get a car. And that's what I think is happening with most people when it comes to cable because they do this shit to you where they're just like, yeah, you got to buy a landline. I literally don't use it. Sorry, pal. That's just how it goes. It's, it's bad practice from a dying industry. I want to just have Internet. 
I mean, everything. I yeah. I don't. I only watch Netflix. Well, for the this TV show, like Rick and Morty, to be so popular, I can't imagine that. Like, I feel like all of my friends don't have cable. They just watch Hulu or Netflix. Like, right. they only pay for the the Wi-Fi in their apartment. So, where do you get? Where Rick, do you get Rick and Rick? Morty? Thank you. Oh my god, I, I have a mental <laughs> block. Your where, face, it was just like it, wiped. You like, could tell. Jessica's like, you could tell that like that information like, has leaked you, out of my he, head twice already. Instantly forgot the name of the show. So, Rick and Morty. Um, where do I watch it? Like, can you get it on Hulu? I guess Hulu's live TV, right? Uh, yeah, I mean, I I would imagine. I mean, I pay twelve dollars a month and... for my son to watch Bob's Burgers. That's pretty much what that comes down to. But if I can also, yeah, I... I should try Rick and Morty. I think that's next. Appropriate though, my son's fourteen, right? He's, I mean, that's keen watching. Well, here's it. the thing: I I watch this with my son. He's yeah, ten. It's wildly inappropriate. But we have a rule in my family. Well, my son and I have a, I have a rule with him, which is he can watch things that are genius. If I think something is genius. It's okay. Even if it's edgy. Together. What was that? Even if it's really edgy. Yeah. I mean, like, we've watched The Godfather together, which we were talking about last week. Uh, We've watched, uh, you know, a a bunch of, like, Citizen Kane, which isn't edgy, but isn't necessarily age appropriate. Um, There's a lot of, uh, like, great works out there that I think he needs to get a head start on. And if he's interested in it, we just sit and watch it together. And we talk the whole time. He's got great great vocab. He's got great vocab words. He knows a lot of vocab. Yeah, and he that's does. because the price of having of, of being allowed to watch those shows, and it's a steep price, Jessica, is that Daddy will pause from time to time, and by time to time, I mean every 38 seconds, and explain some deep philosophical meaning that he believes is being shown, and you can just see my son bleeding out of one nope. ear going, just please stop. Jay, I just stop. want to ask you, stop. just in the, in the interest of a little therapy for you, uh, do you do that with other members of your family? I, I try not to do that with anybody. Uh, I found that my son is enough like me that he'll... Uh, he gets he'll, it. He'll, okay. He'll get it and latch on with me. Uh, I find that when I try to be funny in, in public, when I'm doing comedy, if I take my ideas and sort of break them into 30-second uh, uh, little segments with funny jokes at the beginning and end, then I can do it. But when I actually am myself around people, like the actual true self that I am, yeah, most people just go screaming in the other direction. Because I'm having an idea as you're saying this. Tell me what you think of this. Oh, go ahead. Oh, no. What? Go ahead. No, you had an idea. Well, my biggest pet peeve ever, someone that pauses the show or isn't paying attention and then rewinds it and I have to watch it twice. Oh, my God. My kids hate that about me because I do that. I'm like, hold on. I didn't hear that. Wait. Stop. Rewind. Great. I cannot wait to watch the past 15 minutes of the movie I just watched again. I do that all the time, and I'm like, no, you'll enjoy it better the second time. No. I wonder why I end up watching television alone often. I'm sure Keen loves... So here's an idea. Listen to this idea. Why why not, for a future podcast, we watch something? Yeah. Okay. And we comment on it. I am a huge mystery... (laughs) Oh, my God. You know what? That is the best thing I've heard. Speaking Millennial watches The Godfather. What do you think? I'll tell you what, guys. Uh, one of the things that a lot of other podcasts do to monetize themselves, and not that I'm saying that we should do this, and, but you know, I, I think we do do a lot of meetings on the air, is they'll record... I think a, our listeners appreciate uh, the yeah, honesty and right. the fact that we're an open book. Yeah, we record, uh, they record a commentary and then sell that commentary for $1.99 on iTunes or something. And what you do is you turn on the movie or whatever it is that you want to watch, 
and then you just turn on the commentary and we tell you hit play when the Paramount logo appears and everything will be synced. And for $1.99, you can hear us do a, uh, that is a uh, great idea. Why don't we do the first one free? Is Is it cheating if I just read the Wikipedia and then go with that? Yes, that's cheating. <laughs> it's a bit of cheating, Jessica. I'll say that. But yeah, let's well, do the first one free. Let's say, first one's free. Something that's two hours and 45 minutes. It's how they get you hooked on cigarettes. Don't worry. First one's free. I'll tell you what. Let's do an episode of Rick and Morty because that's 22 minutes. And Jessica was saying she doesn't like that's the That's a show. great idea. And I've I never seen it. said, quote, unwatchable, Jessica. I fell wrong. asleep during it. No. Did you really? I did. Wait a minute. Can we watch it on your computer? Uh, no, well, that's what I'm wondering. Can we? How do we? How, how do we, we do that? This? Help, help <laughs> us heck? out, Jay. Well, I have bought all 31 episodes. Of course. So I can just bring it in on my iPad. We can all watch it together. Done. <laughs> okay, great. All right. When are you back? I'm like two back weeks ago, two 15th. days from now. The 13th? I believe I'll be sleeping at the radio station, so you guys just come by anytime. I'll be in uh, the production room with a sleeping bag, mm-hmm. and uh, we'll record th- that day. We'll do it for not... Uh, See, I'm thinking I may have a room to rent See, you. I'm thinking I can now monetize the friendship a little bit. This is why Jay yeah, wants absolutely. us to hang out with him That's and what it watch is. Rick and Morty. <laughs> <laughs> that'll, be your, that'll be your social interaction for the week, <laughs> watching yeah. Rick and Morty with Jessica and Bill. <laughs> and I could I could grow a big Dan Harmon sized beard. I could uh, you know I'm already sort of shouting incoherently by myself in a hotel room in Vegas. It's not that hard to just apply that to a room uh, back in Jersey while Rick and Morty's on. We can I, make this happen, guys. I do have a question for you. Uh, I want to get back to the yeah. plan because I think it's a good plan. We need to do it like now, like a night. Like that would be hard to do in the morning. Oh, okay. Do you agree? Yeah. So we'll have to figure out with your schedule because I just think it's oh, a brutal. I know. I'm gonna drive. Two hours here, sit. We're going to make it convenient for you. No, I know what we can do. We do it. You're, you, so Jessica's new schedule, which will have already kicked in. You're already a week into it. You How's we're going to hang out Friday nights. Is that what you want to do? We're going to hang out Friday nights and watch <laughs> Rick and Morty on Jay's iPad. That'll be our I'm, plan. <laughs> no, but I was thinking four o'clock. We could do like three or four o'clock. Yeah. What do you think of that? When, when we all first met, you guys thought... You would make me cool like you. But as it turns out, day by day, I'm infecting you with my nerd genes. That's what Listen, happens. it's always the lowest common denominator, Jay. That's how it always works, you're right? You're the weakest link, Jay. <laughs> You've dragged us you know, down. Wait, Jessica's about to quit the podcast. Watching. She's like, wait a minute. I'm going to watch Rick and Morty with you two idiots on a Friday night? No chance. <laughs> Bill, very soon you're going to be watching Fox News, and you're going to stop for a second, and you're going to go, this is biased. Wait, who am I? What, <laughs> Wait, who, what is this? What is this crap? This is not balanced. Uh, no, the reason I say afternoon is because it's slower here. It would be right. too hard to do it in the morning. You see the chaos at 10 o'clock. It, we- there's a ton of chaos and the pork products usually. Ooh, yeah, meat day. Yeah, that's true. Um, huh. Can we talk about Vegas at all? Yes. But can I we just wrap this up a week? Jay. About Vegas. Okay, we wrap it up. I just want to. Wrap, I want to make sure we're on the same page. So we like the idea of doing like a mystery science theater type analysis. Yes. Yes. Not necessarily the snarky, but a real analysis, and, and watch the show and get real reactions. I think it's a great idea. So we'll plan that on whatever the first afternoon record that we have. Is Jay allowed to pause it during the show? And I think that would be part of the conversation. Oh, I think you'll have to, Jay. We'll have to pause and explain. Uh for sure. And actually, if you want, we could bring Teen in to uh, not to uh, comment, 
but we can bring my son in to just commiserate with how much pain you're going through as I pause and, and uh, go, oh, you see, son, this represents <laughs> in thinking. And he just comes over to me and goes, Dad, listen, I want to get laid one day. Please stop talking. <laughs> All right, next, next subject, Vegas. So Jay's in Vegas. I'm happy to talk about one of our sponsors. Great sponsor, good friend, Vinny Brand, owns the Stress Factory in New Brunswick. The uh, website is stressfactory.com. Vinny Brand runs one of the great comedy clubs, honestly, in the country. Not only does he have A-list comics coming in almost every single week, but the show is great. The food is fantastic. The staff, the service, there's parking right next door. If you've not discovered the Stress Factory in New Brunswick, you've got to get there. Go to stressfactory.com and uh, buy your tickets. It's a great night out, reasonable cost. Absolutely hilarious entertainment, great food, and hospitality. Stressfactory.com. I'm getting pointed at by Bill Spadia, so I'm uh, confused here. Uh, Steve Califorth, he's the guy who owns Flemington Car and Truck, and he also owns the Somerset Patriots, where you could see Bill Spadia throw out a first pitch, ceremonial first pitch. This is a place, if you are looking for a car or a truck of any sort, you'd be a dummy not to go to Flemington car and truck. And you want to know how big a deal this guy is? You want to, His website is just Flemington.com. That, the entire state of New Jersey. That's a big deal. That's a huge deal. Flemington.com is uh, where you want to go to check out all the great prices on Jeeps, on, uh, on uh, Cadillacs, on, I, I think that the only two thoughts I had were Jeep and Cadillac. That's, but there's that's so many different cars. There's, uh, there's Audi, there's Buicks, there's GMC, BMWs, there's Fords. This is the car, it, when you're driving along and you see Bill Spadia driving in a red Jeep and you go, oh, is Bill going through a midlife crisis? You know where he uh, got that midlife crisis car at? Flemington Car and Truck. That's where he got it. So go check that out, Flemington.com. And if you're in the Flemington area, you got to go check out Flemington uh, Car and Truck because uh, Steve Califer... Friend to the podcast, friend to humanity, friend to the person buying a car. Flemington, car and truck. I do just want to add a congratulations to the Somerset Patriots for making it all the way to the league, not not to the championship, but they got to the playoffs. Nice. And I threw out a couple first pitches. It's going to be a great season next year. I How'd it go? I was going to avoid that. Let's put it this way. Sparky Lyle, the Yankee great. Um, who was the first relief pitcher to win a Cy Young, he said, well, look at the right side. If it was 0-2, I would have told you to throw it that low because he would have swung at it. <laughs> so I got a swinging third strike. It, it was my worst first pitch that I have ever thrown. If, if Gary <laughs> Delabate's a 0 and George Bush after 9-11 is a 10, you are... This, that particular pitch was a 5. That's not too bad. Well, it got over the plate, but I hit the dirt. I I, I don't think I've ever hit the dirt. I I hmm. I can guarantee you I would have hit someone it off the bad. first baseline if I was throwing the opening it pitch. It was bad. But the Somerset Patriots are great. The TD Bank Ballpark, great. And we just gave Steve Califer a nine-minute plug. So I there you it. go, Steve. Thanks we love for, Steve. Thanks for being our sponsor, guy. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Yes. What are you doing, Jay? Tell us what you do. you're performing. This is about what are you doing? Actually, you're writing the movie and you're performing. So for I, I'm doing two weeks. I'm doing a week in Vegas and then a week in Reno. I'm at the Tropicana, uh, home of the world famous Laugh Factory, where I'm uh, headlining uh, 14 shows over the course of the next uh, uh, week. And uh, I'm also during the day I'm working on the new movie. Uh, and I can literally see out of my window uh, the Mandalay Bay, uh, wow. the the holes that are still there 
That's amazing. In the windows of the Mandalay Bay, which is not only surreal, it makes me wonder. I mean, I imagine they have to leave those, you know, the, the crime scene untouched for a long time while they actually investigate. But I just, for the sake and sanity of everybody here, I just wish that they would actually cover them up or do something because it's hard to look at. Are the curtains still blowing through? No, no. I mean, I don't see the curtains. All you see is, you know, the same thing that you uh, you see when you you see the video or the pictures of it. The the two uh, knocked yeah. out spots where he, you know, uh, fired out of. Now you um, you went you were there. You landed Monday morning. I landed Monday morning. I was supposed to be there Sunday night, but I got in Monday morning instead. And because your flight was delayed. No. You, oh, listen to this. There was a problem with the toilet on the plane. Ew. And apparently it was not Jay's fault. Sure. Are you sure about that? I'm not sure, but he, he knew I wasn't sure, so he led with that. Hmm. Right. Hmm. And I knew there was a moment where you were trying to think, Jay, did you have a big poop in the toilet? And I did not. <laughs> uh, it was a thing where they, they said the uh, laboratory wasn't working, and the pilot came on and said, laboratory's not working, but don't worry, folks. We're going to take off, and when we hit 20,000 feet, it'll start working. What? And I remember thinking, how does that work? That doesn't feel like that's a solution. And we got to 20,000 feet, and after like three minutes, he came on and he was like, hey, guys, uh, uh, laboratory's apparently not fixed by air height, so we're landing in Detroit. And uh, I was delayed and missed my connecting, so I had to spend the night in Salt Lake City. Do you think the pilots just thought the passengers were so stupid they would fall for that, and he thought, we'll just get a little closer so they don't get mad? Like, Don't worry, we're you know, fixing it. It's all about altitude. I mean, that's a crazy thing to say. I can't imagine right? the thinking behind that one. Yeah, I don't know. He said something about the pressure, which <laughs> I don't know. None of that, none of that makes sense. It, it could have been that. Mm. Although, I'll be honest, I think having dealt with you know airlines for my entire professional career, I don't think they do anything to make anybody happy ever, anytime. I mean, they're not exactly like, hey, let me lie for your feelings. I think they just come on and go, hey, uh, we have a problem. We're sitting on the tarmac seven hours. And by the way, you don't have any choices, so suck it. And then they just drink up at the front. What's the craziest air, airport story? Craziest airport story? I feel story. like an annoying uh, girl in the back of a cab talking to her Uber driver. What's the craziest thing bit. you've ever seen? <laughs> it's a little bit. Yeah. Uh, well, actually, on the flight... Wait, do you talk to your uh, Uber driver? Um, what was that? No, Jessica just brought up an interesting point. If she talks to her Uber driver. I do. It depends. I ask all kinds of questions. Yeah, you just grill them. What's it like? Do you? I do that. Wait, but Jessica just said that was the annoying girl in the back seat. Am I an annoying girl in the back seat? Like I do that. Uh, do you yeah, not I do mean, that? I'm I, like, hey, how long have you been doing it? Hey, how's it working out? Ever think about going to Lyft? How's this? Like, I, and it annoys you know, me. You can be the annoying girl if you want. Whatever fantasy that you're trying to work out right now, I'm. I'm. Listen, I accept you. Man, that went down a wrong path. All right, so so, <laughs> so back to the airlines. Air, air travel. <laughs> that, just, that went sideways for me so fast. Uh. Uh, so no, I I was uh, the on the flight that I uh, was on that landed in Seattle. This isn't crazy, but it just goes to show you like how dumb everybody is about mental health. There was a woman on my flight that uh, had a panic attack. And, you know, I, a panic attack is a, I, those of you who suffer from it out there, I understand that it's a real thing, but it's a mental thing as well. And the way you make someone feel better about a panic attack is not to give it a lot of attention or, or, you know, energy, uh, in a way that's like, oh my God, what are we going to do? Cause that's anxiety and anxiety only builds on, on a panic attack. This woman built, they surrounded her. 
Like, they put her, they gave her oxygen, they surrounded her when we landed, four EMTs came running in, a fireman, they grabbed her, they pulled her out, and, like, her coworker was actually sitting next to me, and she was like, you know, it's just a panic attack. I can't imagine this makes it better. And it just occurred to me that, like, all of the ways that they have to deal with stuff, none of them have any flexibility where someone could have just gone, oh, yeah, maybe the best thing to do is just tell her everything's going to be all right and not have a fireman carry her out. Mm-hmm. You are exactly right. There are standard protocols, and they there's a certain way that they act, and some of it is lawsuit avoidance. They're minimizing right. their liability. Uh, and I don't understand why there isn't flexibility in training. Like, you, you think about some of the situations people get in, whether they're in a fire or they're being robbed. or what, Situations that people get in, and you make split decisions based on the circumstances. And law enforcement does that, but but oftentimes, like a situation like that, like, this is our protocol. This is how we do it. We have to have a minimum four people. You've got yeah, to Yeah, but you can't teach crazy. common sense. Like, if you're the person managing a thousand people and what the employees have to do, you've right. got to make a protocol for them to follow. I agree. I, I agree, except the airlines have gotten themselves into trouble in the past with that, where there's just a certain set of rules. And what was the issue? One of the they airports. They dragged the doctor off a plane, and everyone was like, the doctor's a hero, and they shouldn't have done that. And See, it's I like, backed the airline on that one. That, I know. That's the protocol. Like, you know, remove a passenger. You'd rather right. charge less for the tickets and risk having to kick someone off than, you I know. Have... See, I think he was nuts, though. I mean, there was a you yoga... agree? Oh, that guy? Yeah. Like, yeah. he seemed nutty. Like, everyone if I were... went and looked into his backstory. Yeah, if and I was sitting next to him, like, nuts. please get him off. And then he didn't have patience to go to, which is so... Right. It was a total lie. Yeah. Um, and I then there was the yoga pants. For, for this whole protocol issue, though. Yeah. It's called Judge Judy. And here's what I mean. Because what you said, Bill, was right. It's lawsuit avoidance. Yeah. Because if you let somebody have a common sense response to something, and then that common sense response, the one in 10,000 times that, you know, the panic attack actually led to a heart attack... The airline is sued for 185 kajillion dollars, and then the airline goes, "All right, from now on, if anybody breathes funny, have a, a helicopter take her yeah. to uh, you know the trauma center." I, I experienced this in youth sports. The concussion protocol is ridiculous. Kid gets hit in the head with the ball, and all of a sudden, it's like, "Well, hold on, you got to come out of the game now. You got to we got to wait till the doctor sees you, and then the doctor has to clear you." And it's it's ridiculous, right? Ridiculous. So, uh, what we need is a uh, Judge Judy to train all of our judges when they hear it to go, nah, sound like he was doing the right thing. Don't worry about it. Hey. I love Judge Judy. Do you? Yes. I've never watched Judge Judy. What? I've never watched Judge Judy. I can picture her because I see the commercials. That's insane. There's a there's a there's a heavy sense of there's a heavy air of disappointment and almost near condemnation going on in the room right now, Jay. Yeah. Oh, okay. it's, not, it's not liking Judge Judy. Well, it's not even, no, it's like not even watching it. Like, on the show. No, it's Jessica judging um, her co-host saying, that, what, what, how am I doing That's a podcast like with you? You've never watched TV Judge show Judy. ever. Is it really? Yes. I um, With a person. I should probably admit this. I don't watch a lot of TV. Mm-hmm. I love, however, work Walking Dead. and a half hours a day. I know. And the, here's what happened. So the whole chasing thing changed. Now I'm, the, I'm there till four o'clock. Yeah, and now I know what you do in your free time, too. You sit around watching Bob's Burgers. I watch, Bob, I watch Bob's on Burgers Hulu. on Hulu. Oh, you know my God, the secret's out. people who have Hulu downloaded? Who, uh, who losers? Jay, do you believe this? Because, again, once, once my day ends around four and then we either have an event or we have um, a podcast, I tune the news out. Like, I would much rather tonight watch Bob's Burgers because I'll be up at 3.15. 
and I'll go through Twitter and I will know everything that happened. Oh my God, I'm going on vacation. I just realized it's not actually Friday. It is not Friday. It is my Friday. It's your Friday. I was like, what do you mean you had to get up at three? Oh, sorry. That sucks. Right? Rough. Because you were thinking it was Saturday. Uh, yeah. No, it's Jessica's In Friday. In my mind, it's Friday right now. So she's flying to New Orleans tomorrow. Have you played New Orleans? Uh, I have played we lost all it. of the... Is it played? I played at University of Louisiana, Louisiana, and I, so I've gone oh, into New Orleans. Fancy pronunciation. Uh, Louisiana. I've New Orleans. Louisiana? Wait, Jessica's Louisiana. asking... Louisiana. That's uh, actually uh, a girl that I dated in high school. Uh, I went to her debutante ball, and I came a courting. I brought a straw boater hat, and I sang her did songs, you? and she rejected me because I played Dungeons and Dragons, so I moved on. Um, did I say that correctly? It's You played it. You played the Stress yeah, Factory, yeah, right? That. Is that wrong? Is that, that, no, that no, was right. You, that's what you say. That is what you say, right? Okay. Now wait. This will this will air before our um, uh, punchline. Event. Oh, it will. Yeah, I think so. Well, yeah, our punchline is November 9th. Yeah. So what so we have to do is we have to work out a giveaway for the punchline. Absolutely. And by the way, uh, just I don't usually plug everybody, but go to jblackcomedy.com. You can also go to jblack.tv. They all go to the same place. What, what, this guy? what was that? What is yeah, this? Whoa, hey, whoa, oh, you sponsor oh, all of a sudden? Hey. Right? I'm just telling everybody, <laughs> if you go there, there's a link that you can buy tickets to the punchline. So oh, really? Going, well, hold on. All right, because people are asking line, me. You just go there. All right, wait, wait, wait. Jay, I'm going to do it right now. Hold on, hold on. I, where do I go? I go to J Black Comedy? J Black Comedy or J Black.TV. They all go to J Black. TV. Give me a minute. All right, I'm on Twitter, and Trump is no longer in Vegas. Oh, he left. Oh. I knew it started smelling better. Uh, oh, see, come on. It's 32, 36 minutes. I can't I, wait to... I, I, I do hope we continue with this podcast heading into the election. Because I think that could be interesting. I Listen, I, I think when we it's have an election to elect our new president in 2017 and a half... Right. Oh, here it is. ...depending on when he gets out now, of there, we'll, we all have a I great noticed, time talking about it. I noticed something here. Yes. It says, listen to Jay's podcast here. Jay's podcast. Look at that. Oh, Jay. Jay Jay's podcast. Jay has a podcast. Jay has... A, is that the same podcast? Let's see. You know... Can I tell you? But buy punchline tickets here for me. There'll be nobody else performing. Why does it say that? <laughs> uh, here's the thing, Bill. When I was putting together the website, uh, the redesign with all of the links and stuff on it, I was wondering, do I say Speaking Millennial Podcast? Or do I say Jay's podcast? And I realized if you're coming to see my website, you're probably coming for me. I would and agree. This exposes my my fans to us. I would agree. All right, I'm now looking. So thankful what do I do? Jay, we're so thankful. Jay is so thoughtful. He really is. All right, so I just clicked on Punchline Philly, and oh, I see. So upcoming shows. I got to scroll, scroll, scroll. Show more. Yeah, we should not plug this on the air yet. It's well, just too- I think it's the first thing. If you click it, isn't it the first thing that's up there on Live Nation? I thought it was. No, it. Um, uh, well, Wait, yeah. I, so, how does everyone get tickets? Because, like, my friends want to go. All right. So, well, I don't know, Jay. We should have some tickets to give away. Right? Yeah, we should have yeah. some tickets to give away. Yeah, it's a big uh, theater. It's a, it's a theater. It's about three hundred and twenty people. So we'll have tickets to give away. So we really want to sell that. Slide into out. Bill's DMs and you'll get some tickets. <laughs> <laughs> Well, thanks, Jessica. Now we have a title. <laughs> At least we have a title. Oh, my God. All right. If I go to, yeah, the, um, when you click on the link, it takes you to, it's the first thing. 
But but it doesn't. You, oh, I see. Yeah, find tickets. Okay. All right, that's pretty good. So what link should I tweet? I'll tweet your J Black link. Yeah, if you, the easiest thing to do would just be jblack.tv, um, and that Is way they can find the uh, podcast, they can find the uh, punchline tickets, and if they're interested in watching uh, Meet My Valentine and crying. So I'll tweet it out and say, there. even though I'm not listed anywhere, nowhere on the venue, nowhere on the list, I promise you I will be there for you know a couple minutes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, no, in fact, I, I wanted it to say on the uh, on the, the marquee, Jay Black, and then in parentheses, and not Bill Spadia. But they said that that seemed... Uh, <laughs> that was, that was a little mean. Yeah, it was a little mean. Yeah. Uh, all right, so I am going to... I didn't realize this, so I'm glad we discussed... Thank God we have meetings on the podcast. See how many things we got done today? Yeah, I mean, you're so busy. Yeah. When else are we going to do them? This is it. These are our meetings. All right, so I think we're good. I will tweet this out so people can get... To, but right now, if they're listening now... Uh, you can go to jblackcomedy.com or jblack.tv and right. click on, you'll see it, Punchline, November 9th. Um, yeah, it's going to be great. And who is it? It's So it's me, you, and one other guy? Troy Moore, uh, who's a buddy of mine, uh, and uh, he's going to be our MC. He's a very funny dude and a good guy, and uh, we're going to have a blast, man. Yeah, it's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. Are you guys going to do the podcast there without me? Well... No, you should you should come You'd and never, we should record right? a podcast. Or is that does that uh, that's in the middle of your work night? Yeah. Jessica, it's Thursday. Can I give you one bit of advice. What? Quit. And then you can come to the show and you know, you won't have a job, but you'll Sage be able advice. to see us perform November 9th. Thanks, Jay. Jay's got your back. Yeah. Jay's got your back. All right, Jay. You know, it's, it's called caring. <laughs> I think we have a title. I think we solved a lot of problems. And, and we have tickets to give away. And we will have tickets to give away. Here's how you give here's how you get tickets. So rate first of all, if you've downloaded this podcast, I want you to subscribe to it, rate it, and then comment. And if yeah. you even if you hate it, you can win tickets to uh the punchline on the ninth. All right, Jay. Hey, have a great show and uh, we we'll talk to you on the next podcast, which for the listener will be a week from now, but for us it'll be Tuesday. Absolutely. Chat with you then, guys. All right, see you, Jay. Bye-bye. The Speaking Podcast brought to you by our friends at House of Cupcakes, serving you in Princeton, East Brunswick, Clifton, and Saudi Arabia. The winner of Cupcake Wars offers 35 different flavors, perfect for a special occasion or just a sweet treat. Houseofcupcakes.com. The Speaking Podcast is brought to you by our friends at Flemington Car and Truck Country. 16 brands of cars and trucks. I'm a loyal customer buying my last two trucks there and can tell you no one beats the deals or offers better service. Visit Flemington.com. The Speaking Podcast brought to you by our friends at Casa Gennaro's on Route 27 in Kingston. Call 609-683-1212 for reservations. They're open for dinner every Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. Ask for my favorite special, the Veal Spadia. Best Italian food in Jersey.